Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The Pod Network Entertainment. going on this is xavier woods aka austin creed let me talk to you hello wwe universe in the philippines this is charlotte Adam! hey everyone this is jeff cobb i have to finish the story we are pretty deadly yes boy yes boy run Bang, the sniper is shooting you down. This is TMDK's Robbie Eagles. Hey, hey, this is the Cosmic Cactus, Paul London. Hello, my name is Zina Dragunov, the star, the NXT champion, and you're listening to me. And you're listening to And you're listening. And you are listening. And you're listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. The Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. The Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. The Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. To the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Yeah. Listening to the longest running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C. Romoran and Emil Nate checking in for our picks of the week. Just enough to get you over the midweek hump. So if you're new to this episode, this is where we put together our favorite matches or segments from the week in wrestling, just so you can have something to watch in case you're strapped for time and can't watch everything all in one go. A uh, couple things that we want to remind you of. First off, there's the Royal Rumble viewing party, which is happening on January 28th. That is on a Sunday morning, 8 a.m. Yung pag-opening doors, 9 a.m. Yung start ng show. That's all Manila time. Uh, it's gonna be at Skinny Mike's BGC. Tickets are at 350 pesos. Yan yung early bird rate. They come with an iced tea. If you're walking in on the day itself, it's 450 pesos. Still with an iced tea. Both tickets uh, get you a chance to win. A Rocky Maya via Funko Pop from our friends from Everybody's Toys and Collectibles. And if you want to get your tickets now, you can get them at tinyurl.com slash rumble2024. Again, that is tinyurl.com slash rumble2024. We've sold 40 tickets already and uh, we hope we can fill up skinny mics just like we used to before the Fire Nation attacked. So uh, we'll see you on January 28th for the Royal Rumble viewing party at Skinny Mike's BGC. Emil. Let them know about the growing Wrestling Wrestling Podcast patron community. All right. You can support the podcast by uh, su- subscribing to our Patreon program. It's it's at patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast with those $5 or 250 to 260 pesos in our local currency. You get some benefits, of course, once you join in on our Patreon. Um, there's the Discord community where you can interact with us, interact with your fellow podcast, talk to us about anything and everything under the sun. Also, we host some watch parties in there for the PLEs and pay-per-views. Um, also, we got the review content of the weekly wrestling shows, courtesy of Raw and Rowan, like Raw, SmackDown, the weekend AEW shows, NXT, and you know local wrestling happenings as well. 
And um, if you want to get your authentic wrestling merch, uh, we we're doing our pasabais. I think every month, every monthly, or every other month. And um, if you join in on our Patreon and be a uh, subscriber, you uh, get some special rates on the service fees. Service fees na pinabatong namin. And again, by subscribing, you're pretty much supporting everything that we do here on the pod. So again, it's at patreoncom podcast First of all, it's five dollars. All right, let's get to our picks of the week. We're going to start with our consensus pick from Monday Night Raw, and it's the Our Truth and Judgment Day vignette. We actually talked about this on live stream uh, just because of how absurd it was and how a lot of people were raving about the silliness of it all from uh, Our Truth thinking Dom's name was Tom Mysterio and that there was a Nick Mysterio to Yung Live, Laugh, Love to uh, the baby versions of the Judgment Day. Ano pa bang bagong uh, discourse that came out from wrestling Twitter in the week since? Ano wala naman. There's no new discourse. It's just that um, you know, picks of the week. So people have people have tried to pick this, and then other th- other things came out. But uh, it was really uh, you know the the pick of the week for a lot of people watching Raw last week. So I think Champer deserves naman yung ng mention for how for how genuinely funny it was. Yeah, I feel like that was the best part of Raw. That entire video. <laughs> Sad. Really? Yeah, that was a, been a like, shitty Raw. Like, <laughs> like, better than Drew and CM Punk. Yeah, aside from that, favorite. like aside from that, but I, I, I can't um, name any match that was more memorable than this video. Like people came out of Raw talking about those two <laughs> yeah. things: the video and the promo. Aside from that, the tournament. It was last week. Nga, we didn't have audio, audio only, diba? so that's how short and uneventful the week was, including Raw. So, uh, but again, this was the best part of Raw, and sobrang laptop talaga. I still can't get over the image of our truth and the baby Judgment Day, that baby Finn with the beard. Sobrang tao ko na tao dun. Yeah, uh, if you guys really like yung Our Truth Judgment Day Live Laugh Love t-shirt, then let us know on facebook.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. If there's enough demand, we might actually do another pasabay run in the middle of Royal Rumble season so you can get your Live Laugh Love shirts in time for at least WrestleMania. But when we do the annual WrestleMania viewing party. Let's get to my pick, which, as I mentioned a few moments ago, was the Drew McIntyre and CM Punk promo. And we also talked about this on the live stream, but it goes without saying that this uh, exchange really brought out the best of both characters. Uh, You know, this version of CM Punk that's in WWE, that's um, based on how he's been conducting himself more well-behaved, someone who is letting people get their licks in. Uh, Drew McIntyre, as I mentioned last week, is... Coming across more sympathetic, because he's the guy who needed a leader. And where were you when I needed a leader? And that's something relatable to me as well. Uh, and I'm sure it was relatable as well to a lot of people that you know, have encountered the mga leader lideran in their lives. Uh, very self-righteous. Kalamo di makabasag pinggan, pero sila pala yung actual uh, toxic presence in the locker room. So seeing Drew McIntyre give a voice to people like me, uh, at least. Uh, was something that was resonant in my viewing experience ng Raw. So uh, that alone, and and remember the strength of the mic work between those two guys and CM Punk coming back with his counter punches. Nah, oh, you know what, Drew? Um, you know, just to make you feel better, I'm gonna eliminate you last. So that was a nice little zinger that he got at the end. Dito kay Drew McIntyre. So that's why um, that's my pick of the week. Yeah, uh, I don't have much else to say. So we talked about this last week, as uh, you mentioned. I just I just wanted to point out again that. Uh, for a lot of these, Punk is letting people walk all over him. Again, um, 
it's way different from what happened in AW, where he only got walked all over. No, uh, he wasn't expecting it. Say otherwise, he was given the mic and uh, you know told to go crazy. But you know, now Champrey with Ashen Choice, I can say if if he if he acts up, if he uh, you know gets all up in his feelings, if he if his ego gets fragile, it's it's out the door for him. Everyone knows that. And I like that everyone. I like that everyone is allowed to, you know, do do their shit to him. That's why you know. I think I said this uh, on our Discord. Um, I said this no no raw after it happened. That the more we get of these promos, the more I think that CM Punk is actually gonna behave in WWE because <laughs> they acknowledge they acknowledge how th- things went down in AEW. So parang ano de, parang to let him know na. You know, uh, you did this in the other company, and that shit isn't gonna fly here. So the the more I, I'm inclined to believe, nice, okay, he's actually gonna behave here. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, maganda rin yung ano eh, pagkakamention ni Drew na you're actually forced to behave. He, he didn't say it in those <laughs> words, but he basically reminded Punk, remember, bud, this is your last chance. So there was also that uh, nice wrinkle that they were able to weave into the narrative of the story they're telling between Punk and Drew heading into the Royal Rumble. All right, uh, let's get to Rowan's pick, which is from SmackDown. And he picked uh, Bailey versus Bianca Belair. And at this point, we've seen this match so much over the last uh, year, uh, dating back to their feud um, sometime from mid last year up until, I guess, uh, Crown Jewel season. Uh, so... Yon, um, personally, hindi ko na mabilang how many times we've actually seen this match. But uh, for Rowan, he felt na it was a TV match that felt like a PLE match. And favorite part daw niya was Bailey uh, pulling a Brian Kendrick circa 2016-17 where everything within the ring environment was used as a weapon. So Bailey tied Bianca's braid into the bottom rope. Diba? Tapos nag-backfire kasi uh, napatid si Bailey uh, when Bianca used her, her braid as a tripwire. Tapos sabi ni Rowan, whenever Bailey uses Bianca's hair, it always backfires on her. And then Bianca had her Super Cena moment and dominated Bailey. Uh, there was also the moment where Bailey faked an injury as she tossed Bianca out of the ring near damage control para iatak nila si Bianca. And yet damage control just stood there and they didn't cooperate. So na disappoint si Bailey and then she got hit by Bianca with a spear. And then yun na, panalo si Bianca after the KOD. So uh, Rowan likes that they're teasing uh Bailey's imminent uh, dismissal from damage control, which you know, this, this has been going on for months at this point. Uh, when EO was Miss Money in the Bank, uh, Rowan points out that it was teased that EO would have her solo run and would leave damage control, but that was quietly scrapped. I don't know. I'm, I, I don't know about this last point because um, all this time, even when EO was Money in the Bank, it was always clear that if anyone was to get kicked out, it was likely Bailey. Yeah, he kind of misunderstood that one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so um, far be it for me to you know dispute whatever, whatever thing someone else likes. Uh, I just thought this match was okay. Nothing, um, nothing mind blowing. It's it's fine. Like you know, it's a it's a serviceable TV match. Uh, solid chat. Uh, it's one of those things. Okay, we proved that uh, the women are really worth watching when you give them the time, and these two are worth watching. But that's about it. I I don't have anything special or you know anything praiseworthy to say about this. I think the most notable observation here in Irwin is Bailey doing a uh, doing homage to 2016 uh, Brian Kendrick, where like he used everything in this environment. I I, uh, I also noticed that you know the, the hair she tied the hair in the bottom rope. I haven't seen that. 
Um, and it was palang ano eh, there was this extra edge kay Bailey to really defeat Bianca so that she could prove herself to the damage control that she is still an asset to to the to the group. So um that's why I think that's why Rowan picked this as his pick of the week. But uh yeah, we have seen this match before and we certainly had better, but this this was a pretty good TV match as well. So two things I want to point out. The first thing is, uh, sabi lang ni Rowan na uh, ginagawa ni Bailey what Brian Kendrick used to do, which is different from paying homage. Ah, well, yeah, yeah, what he pointed out, Emil. Um, I I have no idea what Bailey's relationship to Brian Kendrick is like, or if Brian Kendrick is her favorite wrestler or whatever. Uh, so I I'm not gonna go and say na she's paying homage to Kendrick here. Second thing is, it's uh, if if you look at this match, it will also be uh critical to watch yung backstage segment post match where. Yeah. Uh, Dakota Kai talks to Bailey, and you can see from the facial expressions near Dakota Kai, and she's doing her best to placate Bailey. The paranoia is there, and then very obvious, and eh, nandun sa tatlo yung nandun sa likod yung tatlong uh, Japanese members of Damage Control, di ba? Sina Io, Asuka, and Kairi. And it seems like the three are obviously scheming against Bailey here. So, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, body language palang halatang halatane. So they're really telegraphing this, and there's no. Other way it goes, other than uh, Bailey getting kicked out of the group. Like I, I don't want to be swerved here because it would be such a disappointment given everything that's happened over the last few months for this group. Yeah, I mean this one is fine. I mean we we've seen moves in the Telegraph and Triple H before. Like this is one of those things. Uh, I don't think we'll be getting a swerve for the sake of a swerve. Like they know that they have to telegraph the move they they want to make. Yeah, it's pretty much clear the direction of this, and uh, I hope um, I hope now we don't get a swerve because it would be an injustice to the story they're telling if uh, they pull the swerve here. Yeah, the only swerve we want right now is the guy on AEW. Yes. Uh, <laughs> speaking of AEW, let's get to Roe and Chino's pick. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. So we, I, he picked this first, but I wanted to pick it as well before you know he called dips. So <laughs> we might as well just call dips. Uh, you know, share the same pick. Okay, so this week's uh, collision has the second cope open. So, if for those who aren't caught up, it's uh, an open challenge by Adam Copeland every week. So, I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Uh, he's two for two with young wrestlers right now. Um, I think, personally, it's just him really wanting to wrestle as many young people as he could. Because the guy obviously loves wrestling, and um, he's making the most of the second least 
in uh, his career that he's been given by science, <laughs> by the medical industry. So I'm all for that. You can tell that he's really enjoying doing that. And parang nawala sa kanya yung ano, yung kasiyahan na to, uh, before he left WWE because they were saving him up. Or WWE was saving him up for the special matches. So okay, let's get to Chino's uh, thoughts first. So Chino feels that the Cope Opens, um, as Adam Copeland calls them, have been very effective in putting Adam Copeland up against the young talent, which I just said. So um, it gives the young guys a chance to be under Edge's learning tree. It gives Adam Copeland the opportunity to face the younger talent, as I mentioned. And then the potential matchups are endless. So uh, Chino wants to see him face people like Commander, El Hio de la Kingo, uh, Konosuke Takeshita, Hook, whoever the fuck that guy is. And uh, <laughs> and then me last... Me criticism to Gina here. Um, uh, Edge is doing um, a, a cross face submission. Uh, it's an homage to his, uh, his late co tag team champion, Chris is Benoit. Is it really though? Does he really yeah. want the Benoit Association? <laughs> I mean, it's his. Who else? Who else? Other than Daniel, what? I no relationship with Brian Danielson. I wouldn't Other know, than dude. being. Gusto niya okay, exactly. this. Gusto niya Kasi since WrestleMania 37, cross face na siya eh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I yeah, know. That's and when he started I, no. doing it, diba? Yeah, and and it it was in that time that I saw it for you know you know him <laughs> reclaiming the move from the disgraced uh, former World of Champion. But is that an homage? <laughs> Honest um, question. Yeah, I'm, I'm not challenging sure. you. I mean, but who I else is? I mean, to be oh. fair, Edge I've, spoke nung, uh, oh, that, the tribute, no, nung tribute episode that oh. got deleted for oh. that person. Oh. Oh. You so, can say Benoit's name on the podcast. I mean, uh, yeah, so. <laughs> he's not going to haunt you at night. Come oh, on. He's not Lord Voldemort or whatever. <laughs> no, I, I think it's an homage. I mean, may, may, may relationship today. They yeah, were literally true, true. world tag team champions yeah, together. And really I true. feel like uh, he wanted to reclaim that move because if, if anyone does does a crossface, they'll, they'll still think of Benoit, even though um, the yes lock is also a crossface. Yeah. So uh, I think he is well within his rights to you know pay tribute to Benoit with the move. So uh, Chino doesn't like it as much because he feels that Adam Copeland, being a slower ground and pound wrestler, isn't the Adam Copeland that he grew up uh, knowing and watching. Haruman, I, I enjoy this. I enjoy this a lot because, um, again, as, as I mentioned, this is him wrestling all the different ways that he wanted to. It's him fight, kind of catching up to all the evolution, um, no pun intended, of the business that he missed while he was injured. So this match is particularly notable because I feel like it's the first time uh, Adam Copeland did a you know new japan's or japanese style forearm exchange where that you pretty much see now in a lot of modern wrestling so um it's him uh indulging himself um it's it's like john cena doing a code red or john cena doing a springboard stunner it's him you know doing the new tricks because he wants to uh do something cool and I, and I respect that. I respect that a lot. Because hey, this is a guy that um, enjoys pro wrestling for, this, for the hell of it, right? Uh, he wants to be in there, obviously, as much as he could. Um, obviously, his career is winding down, so he's making the most of each week. And uh, him 
evolving kahit patapos na siya it's it's a really great sight to see uh you can tell that y- yung pagmamahal niya for pro wrestling shines through in uh developments like this so i enjoy this a lot and um like chino i also want to see what happens if he you know matches up with the kenny omegas and the commanders of the world yeah um when, when, again when i'm was watching you opens all i could think of is isn't this what CM Punk wanted to do when he first arrived in AEW so was also yeah. to work a lot of young guys and um but again i like this mentality of veterans coming into AEW na they want to work as much young guys as they can and with the cope opens and uh yun talaga nagkakaroon ng opportunity fresh to to um to go in there and work some of their younger wrestlers and it's been a while actually since Lee Moriarty has been on TV and I'm glad to see him on TV. I think he's a hell of a wrestler um has a lot of potential to be um uh, a star in the company so I'm glad that um they gave this uh this opportunity to him to go up against one of the legends of the business and uh, it was a great match um I I'm getting used actually I'm getting used to the submission actually because that's just, that's something that he was trying to do when he first came back to wrestling uh years ago so um at this point I'm quite used to edge trying new things and um I'm giving him props to try new things actually so this was a great match just need the announcers to actually start saying cope open um one yeah. of them gets it right I think see Kevin Kelly uh but See, I, I believe it's Shavani who keeps saying the Copeland challenge. And like, it's, it's not as catchy <laughs> not as either. the Cope Open. Yeah, that's not bad. That's not no, but the, the, like, cope, the Cope challenge, the Cope Open. Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, <laughs> Cope himself says Cope Open. Sinabi yeah, na niya, like, sundan uh, niyo na, di ba? Sakyan niyo na. Ang ganda na nung ano eh, nung hook eh. So there's that. Um, what I enjoy about the Cope Open is that it makes me care about these other... Uh, AEW wrestlers who don't get TV time as often, like C. Lee Moriarty or Shane Taylor, right? Uh, we don't get to see them uh, see them that often on TV. And then when they do appear, yung ano lang sila, like they're just hovering around, They're not at the center of the storytelling. So if you're not watching Collision uh, religiously every week, you don't know what they're doing half th- half the time. So uh, at least this week, I'm paying attention to them. Uh, I I know what they're all about at least for this week, and uh, it's good. Na yung yung hatak ni Adam Copeland it extends to these guys even if someone like Lee Moriarty doesn't win but the exposure alone is enough of a rub and that's exactly what uh, what type of service Cope does here for the young guys in AEW so uh, yeah yeah all around. I like that for them because you know People will easily, you know, fans are going to be snarky about it and say, "Baksi Griff Garrison yung kalaban ni, ni Adam Copeland." And Griff Garrison can say, "Gusto ni EJ, gusto gusto mo kalaban oh. ni EJ." So, gagawin yun. Oh, so, di ba? Tell me story, eh, di ba? The Cope yeah. Open is a story device. It's a plot yeah. device that they've conveniently yeah. made into the show. So it's so easy to explain why uh, Shane Taylor randomly comes out and berates Adam Copeland on the mic and then introduces Tiger Style. So yeah, I mean, like, it makes yeah, sense. Yeah. If if Edge actually has a list of people, of young guys that he wants to wrestle that Tony Khan has a hold of, then uh, you know, you're made. You're a made man. Because all you gotta do is step up and show up. So be there for everything. And for a lot of for two for two panaman so far. Uh Griff Garrison was okay, but Lee Moriarty was really, really good here. Mm. So I don't know if they're gonna ever go back to the Adam Christian feud, but 
They um, are. He mentioned well, they will. Like the they, yeah. yeah. But I'm saying that this is palang it's good that they're they're separating the two first because we had months of them feuding. So uh, it's good that they're doing this for a while. They can always go back to that eventually. And the heat was the heat uh, still going to be there. Yeah, don't talaga babalik Emil. Is what we're trying to say here because Adam. Uh, literally got the mic and said, Christian Cage, I'm still coming for you or something right. to that effect. So they're not uh gonna stray away from that uh that goal for you know for for whatever however long the cope open is running. Yeah, I, I sorry, I, one last thing. Uh, I like that any indulge see Adam Copeland. Yeah. Okay, you want to wrestle and you want to wrestle as many young guys as you can. Okay, we'll do this and then we'll go back to Christian later. Like I appreciate that they could do that. That's the beauty of the um, only four or five or six pay-per-views in the AW calendar year. Mm-hmm. All right, let's close things out with Emil's pick, which is from New Japan. All right, so my pick comes from uh, New Japan bat- Battle in the Valley that happened last uh, last Sunday as well. It's uh, a match, uh, Shingo Takagi versus John Moxley in a no DQ match. And um, initially, when I was watching this, I was wondering if these two were in a feud before this match because I don't remember any interaction between them. But our friend Derb um, told me when I asked this uh, Discord natin uh, that there was a call out that happened para no New Year's Dash. I was wondering about it because I thought it was kind of weird for them to go out and have this violent uh, match that, in my personal opinion, should be reserved for. Blood feuds or blow off matches, like just like uh, Hangman versus Swerve that we saw a months ago. Nonetheless, I really enjoyed the match. I mean, these two are just so damn good. Um, Shingo came out not in his usual gear, but in a what well, I'll, I'll call it a street fight attire. Na naka 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 sando de naka pantalon, which I always uh get uh, always uh have a pop, uh, gets a pop out of me whenever wrestlers would go out of their way and dress appropriately for a street fight you know the second half of the match which concentrated more on the in reaction was was much more enjoyable for me and i thought their styles meshed really well and um i would love to see more of shingo versus Max in the future maybe in AEW we'll get that in AEW so who knows but Again, I never thought that I would enjoy a match between them, but I really did. And this match was, even though the main event of uh, that event was Osprey versus Okada, this was by far the match of the of the card. Yeah, uh, it was pretty good. Yeah, I saw it, Kanina. Um, it is pretty random as well, but it was also him uh, trying to go after Naito, so he goes through yeah. Shingo first, and it was pretty good. Uh, again. Another one of those things, uh, you know, Mox just likes doing this shit. Uh, he loves wrestling the way he wants. He loves he loves the violence. He loves inflicting the violence. So um, you can tell when he does great matches like this. Nah, he's just really indulging his love for the game. So uh, really good stuff. Um, to me, it's not as special because it's a one-off. Siya, but uh, it it got over for good reason. And uh, deserved it. And I enjoyed watching, uh, you know, seeing Shingo show up in pants. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. Uh, but I appreciated how he actually did that because he understood he was in the US. So, by US logic, if it's a street fight, you will dress as you would in the streets. And uh. yung commentary team, sina, uh, Walker Stewart, uh, Filthy Tom Lawler, and Veda Scott also acknowledged that on commentary. Oh, you gotta dress like you would in the streets. So, uh, Shingo <laughs> brought it. 
So yun, appreciate ko rin yung commentary team. Nagulat ako eh. Parang, oh, sino tong kasama ni Walker Stewart? I was about to say Walker Kessler. Sino tong kasama ni Walker Stewart uh, na babae? And who's this other guy na raspy? I thought it was Rocky Romero. And I'd like to think they did a good job then of trying to uh, make the story or make the match relatable to New Japan fans who are catching up or people who didn't know why Mox and Shingo were in this match. So... Uh, it's nice to see Mox return to New Japan here. And, um, you know, since he mentioned already that he's coming after Naito, I can't wait for the inevitable Mox versus Naito championship match sometime later this year. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's going to do it for our picks of the week. As always, you know where to find us if you want to get your picks in. Uh, see what I did there? Uh, it's at Wrestling2XPod on TikTok and on Twitter. Uh, for Facebook, Instagram, on Spotify. Like or follow nyo na rin kami. It is at Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. We will see you on Thursday for our weekly live stream at 7pm on our Facebook uh, page and YouTube channel. And we will catch you on January 28th for our Royal Rumble viewing party at Skinny Mike's. In the meantime, we're going to get out of here. Thank you so much to Babyface producer Jasper and all the other producers at the Pod Network for all the work that they do behind the scenes. On behalf of Ro Moran and Emil Nate, my name is Stan C. Saying, stay safe, stay healthy, and don't be a dick. Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, out. Later, weirdos. Peace. The opinions of podcast creators, hosts, and guests are not necessarily reflective of the official stance of the Pod Network Entertainment, its hosts, or other network programs. The content created by the people behind the podcast is personal and not meant to harm any religion, ethnicity, group, organization, company, or individual. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 